You're listening to the Bible teachings of Reality Church Stockton. For more info, please visit our website at realitystockton.com. We have the incredible privilege this morning of having Pastor Nuna come and bring the word this morning. So for those of you who don't know uh, Pastor Nuna, he used to be a part of our community, and uh, he, he was a financial advisor for over 20 years at various banks, and then uh, he's also a restaurateur, and he is uh, one of the pastors at the Lao Alliance Church. So this is something that uh, we just love him so much, and we're really so gracious to have him here. He, has, he only gave us a short bio because he wanted to share more about Jesus than himself this morning, which I think is an awesome testimony. But Nuna, when he comes up, he's going to read the scriptures both in English as well as in Lao. And that is really something that we have been doing intentionally for quite a long time, reading the scriptures in other languages to really understand that in, even in our city, there are multiple languages spoken in different peoples as well as across the world, and that the gospel is not just something that is, you know, owned at all by people who speak English, uh, but are actually, in fact, more growing in, in areas that don't speak English. So we're really pressing in together to recognize that intentionally, that the gospel is global, and we're a part of that. So if you welcome Pastor Nuna. Now they had forgotten to bring bread, and they had only one loaf with them in the boat. And he cautioned them, saying, Watch out, beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and the leaven of Herod. And they began discussing with one another the fact that they had no bread. And Jesus, aware of this, said to them, Why are you discussing the fact that you have no bread? Do you not yet perceive or understand? Are your hearts hardened? Having eyes, do you not see? And having ears, do you not hear? And do you, and do you not remember when I broke the five loaves for the five thousand? How many baskets full of broken pieces did you take up? They said to him, 12. And the seven for the 4,000, how many baskets full of broken pieces did you take up? And they said to him, seven. And he said to them, do you not understand? And they came to Bethsaida, and some people brought to him a blind man and begged him to touch him. And he took the blind man by the hand and led him out of the village. And when he had spit on his eyes, laid his hands on him, he asked, do you see anything? He looked up and said, I see men, but they look like trees. Walking, uh, then Jesus laid his, laid his hands on his eyes again, and he opened his eyes. His sight was restored. He, was, he, he saw everything clearly, and he sent him home, saying, do not even enter the village. So I'll go ahead and read it in loud. So, if you out there could translate this, this is awesome. Another tongue. Fuok sabok limao kauchima nam lao fuok pen mi kauchite kwan ning diao thao nan yu nei nua. Praong dai tuan fuok pen wa jong lao wang sue peng kong fuok folisai la kong herod hai di sabok wao gan nei ne fuok pen eng wa thi pen wao yang ni yon fuok hao bo mi kauchi. Praise 
ใจของพวกเจ้ายัางปึกตันยูรือพวกเจ้ามีตาแล้วบอเห็นบอกพวกเจ้ามีหูแล้วบอได้ฟังบอกพวกเจ้ามีคือว่าเฮาหักเข้าจีให้ก่อนเลี้ยงคนห้าพันคนพวกเจ้าเก็บเรื่องเข้าจีเรื่องอะไรจากกระบุงพวกเพิ่งตอบว่าสิบซองกระบุงแต่เมื่อเฮาหักเข้าจีก่อนให้พวกสี่พันคนกินเก็บเรื่องที่เรื่องว่าจักบกกระบุงพวกเพื่อนตอบว่าเจ็ดกระบุงพระเยซูเจ้าทามพวกเขาเพื่อนว่าพวกเจ้ายังโบเข้าใจอยู่บ่พระเยซูทรงเตือนนั่นเป็นพระคำพระเจ้า and that's the word of the Lord Amen please be seated did everybody get that in Lao there's no difference and that's the that's the awesome part Having understanding of different language here, as we can see this inclusivity of our Lord, it's it's really amazing. I mean, I'm, I was joking. It, English is my second language, but when I read it in Lao, sometimes it's kind of kind of cool. There's a, another depth of understanding in terms of the words, you know, and and that's where the perception of of what Jesus said here it, it's it's a little incredulous for me. I'm like, wow, these guys have been with him and they don't get this at all, right? So and and when we look at the scripture here, let's just dive right into it here. You know, the title here is spiritual discernment. So it's 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 a hard thing. Sometimes we sit here and we're like, you know what? What's what's spiritual? What's what's me? What's what I want to do? What I seem and deem to be what's appropriate? It, it's difficult because we're trying to troll or trying to stay in this line of being a good Christian. Being the proper Christian, being doing right, right. So we can see here where the focus is on uh, for the disciples at, at this point in time. So here in verses 14 and 15, now they have forgotten to bring the bread, right? So when I first read this, I'm like, oh, right, great, a restaurant tour. We're going to talk about red, bread, yeast, and spit. Yes. <laughs> great. <laughs> But and, and and you know, and why are we talking about the bread, right? We just saw the miracles after miracles. I mean, I don't know if Genova Bakery can do this feeding 4,000 in a matter of a couple of days. I don't know. I highly doubt it. I don't know what machines they have to bake. But as for me in the kitchen, I'm feeding 50 people in the room. And it's harder already. So, and and we could see where the focus here for the disciples, and 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 it's it's kind of interesting where, obviously, Jesus knows their heart, right? So when I first read this, right, it's like this, and cautioned them, saying, "Watch out! Beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and the leaven of Herod." I mean, I'm thinking, like, okay, watch out! They're gonna what? Throw lumps of bread at you? Duck? Weave? Here in Stockton, we we might do that, but <laughs> but here's the thing: this leaven. So we gotta know what this is. This leaven. So bread. As I was thinking about this, it actually. Speaking of being Lao, and 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 I think I was about 10 to 11 when we left. So there was a bakery down the street from us, right? So all those gluten front fan right here, um, bakery, right? So every morning I could get the waft of the air, and 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 my, my dad and I usually maybe once or twice a week go down there and have coffee and fresh bread. Um, how I do it is fresh baguette, French Indochina. That's what the French left for us. Had a big big baguette. It's beautiful. So, I would get that bread and 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 would break it up, cut it up, and, and drizzle 
condensed milk, right? My drink of choice, or the only choice I have is Ovaltine. Yes, some of you may not know what that is, but Ovaltine back in Laos. That was the next quick of the day. So, uh, so that was it. That was my thing. So at least maybe once or twice a week, that was the draw. This aroma of this freshly baked bread was the draw. I mean, I, I look forward to it, right? So I look forward to this, to, to this experience. And, and, and it's kind of, when I was reading this, it, it, I, my late father, but I, I remember those are the good times. And, and it, it's interesting that that was the draw. That was the memory. So, and it, it's a little, a little tough because when you look at the leaven here, the leaven that's used to bake bread here isn't just merely yeast. It's just like how the sourdough are made nowadays. They take a little pinch of the old lump, the batch, and put it into the new batch and mix it in and let it rise. So this little lump of leaven, leaven that whole lump. And what it's for, so you proof, it, it, it puffs up the, the bread. So you get the air in there and the crunch. Some of you are probably hungry too. Right? <laughs> yes, sounds good. But the air and the crunch, and that's, that's what leaven does. And, and, and when we look at here, you see the leaven of the Pharisees. What is it? Obviously, we know what the leaven there in, in, in making the physical bread is. It's an agent to rise the dough. But what is this leaven in, in, for the Pharisee? In the leaven for the Pharisee in Herod here, Jesus is talking about their doctrine of self-reliance, self-sufficiency, you know, self and not God teaching my goodness, if not God's goodness, that's what this, this, this doctrine of, of the Pharisees and the Herod is. So teaching them. And then and, and, and Jesus knew as, as they left, went to the boat, talked about them. The guys, the disciples thought that Jesus was actually reproaching, uh, uh, reproaching them. And, and, and here's the mindset for the disciples. I mean, at least for what I could, could see Remember, they just got done feeding the 5,000, the 4,000. So their mindset is at work. I got to pick up all this bread. I got to pass out all this bread. I got to do all these things. So their minds and, 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 and their thoughts are on the things that they have to do. What is physical to them? What's in hand for them? So when Jesus says, beware of the leaven of the Pharisees, they're thinking about bread. They're thinking about what they have to do. And now Jesus and they're worried now. They're on the boat. They only got one loaf between all of them. But yet, yet, they forgot that Jesus provided for 4,000, 5,000. So it's because they're fixated on the work, the things that they have to do, right? I mean, and I don't know stylistically how it could, but I, I just go through, through the verses and get to the points. Isn't a lot of like us sometimes? We get fixated on what we have to do. We get fixated on the circumstances we are in. The things that we have to do. Now, mind you, those things will happen and will continue to happen. You know, and then when we receive Christ, isn't it all going to go away? So this is what, we, you know, what the message here is that these guys are missing the point. They forget to see the miracles of what all that Jesus had done here. What is it about? What is it that's spiritual in this case? 
So they're not looking at this warning as spiritual. They're looking at it as physical. So they're looking at the fact that look, they've got to do this thing. They've got to provide. But we know Jesus provided. So, you know, and then, like I said earlier, the leaven here is, is a false teaching, right? It's a sin. In the Old uh, Testament from Exodus down, it's, it's, a, it's a sin. It's an original sin. When, we, when leaven is referred to as our, our sins, really. So we let that sin, you know, infiltrate. We let that sin come in. It will ruin the whole lump. That's the teaching. So, and that's why we, we're called to be holy. We are saved by the grace of God. Amen. But we are called out to live a holy life. A continual, graceful, loving God will lead us on through the Holy Spirit that, that guides us. As this progressive change happens in us. So that is why, the, the, you know, if we don't see and look to the spiritual things in our lives, we, we miss it, right? Here, look, in, in, you know, Jesus doesn't want them to have this attitude, right? And, and, and here's the thing, and, and, and maybe further down, we'll get to that, but Galatians here, look, it's Galatians 5, 8, and 9, this persuasion is not from him who calls you. A little leaven leavens the whole lump, right? This is not what Christ is teaching them. Their attitudes of, 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 of doing it themselves. Christ is teaching them to be reliant on Him. Provision comes from Him. So, and, 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 you know, and, and, and why is it so important with, with this leaven talk? Right? Leaven in a Passover, during Passover, leaven is literally removed from the house. We cannot have anything that's leaven. Right? And, 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 as, and as it goes, this leaven, unleavened bread, it's our, our, our Lord. It's interesting enough where he, he holds up the bread as they're taking the supper together, saying, this is my bread, which really says that this is the sinless, unleavened body of mine. Take it. Take it. Right? So that's Jesus. That's the, 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 the sinlessness that's, that's, that's required. Uh, you know, and Paul describes the unleavened bread as it fulfilled in Christ, as, as it goes here. And, it, and that's in um, 1 Corinthians 5, 6 through 8 here. It says, your boasting is not good. Do you not know that a, lev- uh, a little leaven leavens the whole lump? Cleanse out the old leaven, that you may be a new lump. As you really are unleavened, for Christ, our Passover lamb, has been sacrificed. Let us, therefore, celebrate the festival, not with the old leaven, the leaven of malice and evil, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. The compassion that he had to feed the people, that's the sincerity. That's the love. That's the truth is that he provides. He is the bread of life, as as Pastor David uh, mentioned last week. And that's what they're missing here. Because again, the spiritual discernment, not seeing things in the spiritual uh, idea, leads them to just be fixing on what they can and can't do. 
So, and then, and, and goes on to uh, verse 16, and they began to discuss it with one another, the fact that they had no bread. You know, and, and so there, right there, still looking at this from the perspective of self, what we could do. And Jesus, as he knows, and I love to hear this, and I would kind of liken to the fact where the, the, he, he got a little emotional here with Jesus. Right? What? <laughs> what are you talking about? You're still talking about bread? Didn't you see? Can't you see? Didn't you hear? I mean, we're talking about the miracles from feeding the five, healing the deaf man, feeding the four. And we'll see here, here <laughs> healing the blind. So these are what the teachings that, 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 that Christ is showing the disciples. But yet, they're still talking about bread, the physical bread. Are your hearts hardened? Right? This hardening of the heart, heart here isn't like maybe Pharaoh's heart, as we all know that the story goes. And not, not in that nature. This heart that's hardened, I think it's more of the fact is that they have been with him for a while. They've heard all these things. They've seen all these things. I'll be honest, maybe they got a little bit jaded. Or they're just dull, right? As it goes here, they don't see or can't hear what Jesus really is really teaching them, right? So I would say, I mean, these guys, some of the commentators say they're probably not the sharpest tool in the box, toolbox, you know. They're, to me, like, God, one of them's got to know this. Come on. You see all this. And we're quarreling about, you didn't bring this. I didn't bring this. You sure we have enough? Right? And, 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 and so he asked him, did you do all the work? Did you see what had happened? Didn't you hear? And then what is it? And so you don't understand this? It's almost an incredulous <laughs> comment. Like, wow. You guys are pretty... Uh, you know, thick. But yet, but yet, in a warm, loving way, he teaches them again. So the point here being is that, look, some of us might have sat through many, many a sermon, thousands if not, hear the Word of God every week, twice, three times a week, read the Word of God. That becomes just a gloss over sometimes. Oh, yeah, check. I've gone to church. Hear the word. That was good preaching. Oh, it was great. Did the worship. It's fantastic. But did the spiritual heart, your heart, has that, has that, has that, has that, you know, progressively? And then, you know, because it's not instantaneous, and that's part of the lesson here, too. It's not instantaneous. <laughs> Remember this, they saw all these miracles, and they're just like, hmm. And Jesus knew in their heart, that's why he said this to them, beware. To fall into the old tradition, it's a lot easier, because that's what we know, and that's what we do. And, and, and a little side note, and that's part of the challenge that I have at the Lao Church. We're steep in tradition and culture. On top of it, that, the tradition and, 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 the, and, 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 and the tradition of Christianity as well to accept the Lord and be under the grace this side of the cross knowing that we are forgiven 
grace upon grace. And that we're not hung up on the fact is that I got to make sure this is done. I got to check all the things that I have to do. Right? And, 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 and I'm not saying that that's not a good thing. Very responsible, maybe. But when our hearts are overly, overly in tune to the things that we do for Him, right? Even with the services, even with all these that we do, it becomes work. Just like this disciple. And that's where I see you know, a lot of them are just probably tired. Work. And that's all they did. That's all they hear. It's Jesus. Yeah, okay, he's, he's, he's doing it. I'm just here to clean up. No, but what is it? What's the lesson? What is it that he's knocking in your heart right now? What is it? You know, and, 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 and when I read this, it kind of taking me back to another scripture, right? In Hebrews 5, 11 through 14. About this, about this we have much to say. And it's hard to explain since you have become dull of hearing. Hmm. Jesus asked him, didn't you hear? Don't you understand? Did you see? Don't you understand? Right? For though by this time you ought to be teachers... You need someone to teach you again the basic principle, the elementary of the oracles of God. You need milk, not solid food. For everyone who lives on milk is unskilled in the word of righteousness, since he is a child. But solid food is for the mature, for those who have their powers of discernment, trained by their constant practice to distinguish good from evil. I'm going to go beyond that and say, better and best. Sometimes it's just that. It's not just pure, outright good and evil where we recognize a lot of these things. So, and, and, and you know, reading this passage kind of reminded me of my, a friend of mine, the, the, the son is transitioning from milk to solid food. <clears throat> and he just had solid food for the first time. Man, boy, he's just like two-fisted hand, you know, robbing all this. Yes. And that's where we should and see these challenges as we cut into the stakes of life. You know, the tougher meat, thing we got to chew and gnaw on. That's where we need to see where the Lord is, where God is, and what He has in it for us. Those challenges are not the same for, for all of us, for sure. So that's where we see. So this. This, this lack of spiritual maturity leads us astray sometimes, right? It leads us because we, come up, we usually fall into self. And that's why, again, Jesus said, beware. Beware. And it's easiest because that's what we know, right? And, 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 and that's the first thing we grasp at, especially if you can't grasp the truth of what, what Jesus is saying, the spiritual truth. That he is. So we don't, you know, and, and, and the thing for me is that in, in Psalms uh, 119 and 66, teach me good judgment and knowledge, for I believe in your commandments. God is holy. God is just. His commandments. Teach me the knowledge so I could know, so I could practice, so I would be able to see and discern 
easily said, what's right and what's wrong? What's, what's the will of God? What's my own desire? So we practice and continue to commune with the Spirit and, 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 and the Word of God. See here, look, we all learn through suffering. Jesus' obedience to that suffering, right? Cried, drops, but yet he knew to be obedient. The suffering that he's going to take. So we don't learn just from the suffering. You do, I hope we do, the discernment. But we learn right here. The word of God. Be obedient to the word of God. And, 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 and you know, many Christians are challenged. Like I said earlier, between this judgment of, 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 of discernment and, and what's right, what's wrong. But if we are in tune and our spirit is, 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 is you know, aligned with the Holy Spirit and, and, and we see where he has, what he has for us, where he leads us, and that's where it's a complete, whereby he now leads you. You know, and, 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 and you know, growth in discernment sets us free from our, such bondage, right? If we knew, if they knew how, a disciple here wouldn't know what Jesus was talking about, then they're quick to learn that, yes, be cautious of those old ways. Be cautious of, of a doctrine that's not the gospel-centered doctrine. Right? And, 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 and that's where we know we don't stray. So such as, it also sets us from other bondages. That aroma of that sin, right? Like the aroma of that bread that draws me when I was a kid. Unfortunately, that does draw us. That aroma, that drawing, that pulling of what we should know that it's wrong. It's evil. It's not good. Right? So if we are in tune and, 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 and tune our spirit to what is of God, what is spiritual, we remember Christ died. Sin is defeated. The sting of sin is no more. We have victory over this. Amen? So that's what we see here. So, so <clears throat> it's not about behavior control, right? We all know this. We heard this before. Right? Do that, you don't do this. <laughs> I'm going to do it. It's our nature. But that's where, when we replace that nature with the spiritual nature that we, 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 we learn, brothers and sisters, it doesn't come overnight. And that's why it's a process. Right? So we, it's... <laughs> I wish it did. It'd be awesome, but it's not the case. So we, we you know, and, and enabling us to, 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 to distinguish practices that would be helpful in certain senses that, that's, you know, that changes in our lives. Our hearts change. Our hearts waver. To, fro, what the eyes want to see, this and that. We stay abased in the fact that the spiritual, uh, 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 the, you know, discernment that we have. We receive discernment by the anointing of the Spirit. That's it. That's the key. How do we do it? The anointing of the Spirit. Being in tune with the Spirit. And here, here's the thing. I, 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 not a closing remark, but here's the thing that they don't have. Yes, people will say, well, the disciples with Jesus. Maybe it would have been easier. Not really. If you look at this passage, you have to tell them over and over and over again. You still don't do this? 
Come on, guys. He didn't do that, but I'd like to. That's an animated version. But remember that, and that's why it's, it's, it's that we go through this. We grow, grow through the, the trials that we have, right? And, 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 and you know, learning and, and being in tune with the Spirit is, 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 is what, the, what the passage is about. But we, we, we it's, it's not our, you know, our, our ability to, to navigate through our own selves, you know, through the experience, you know, and like I said, we, we get anointed by the Spirit. And the other thing is the Word of God, understanding of the Word of God, right? And by experiencing the grace of God, experiencing the grace of God, that's where I think, oh, I'm still good with Him. The progression, the changes that happens, that's the grace of God. The love of God that he's, if we repent and accept him as the Lord, we're good. Amen, brother and sister? We're good. But yet we're here. Yet we still got to go through this. And that's what changes. When we are anointed by the Spirit, when we understand the word of God, Right? And, 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 and <laughs> I, had a con- I had a conversation with my sister-in-law yesterday. Well, I was like, she, I told her I was going to be preaching here, and she's like, oh, you know, and that's good that you're just able to read it and kind of pick it up. Like, it doesn't work that way. You know, I wish it was good, you know. But you, you read, you, you see what God has for you, you look at the different scriptures and, and, and check, and, 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 and that's the thing, the understanding the Word of God. When God's telling them directly here, they still understand it. But here's the thing. As I was saying earlier, people might say, wow, Jesus was there. You know who we have? The Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. That conviction in your heart isn't just guilty feeling. I truly believe your believer, that conviction in your heart is of the Holy Spirit. The agent to change in ourselves is, is the Holy Spirit, if I could say so. That's where we see the growth, and the overcoming of, 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 of the things that we will go through, right? The grace in our lives as circumstances progressively change, right? That's the beauty of our Lord. That's the beauty of our God, right? So now we're getting to the blind man here. So, and they came to Bethsaida, and some people brought to him a blind man and begged him to touch him. That's faith, like many other scriptures before. That's faith, in knowing that in the past, it's certainly what God says he will do, he, he does. That's the promise of God. Right? So, and, and that's the faithfulness of this, this. He may not himself, but the people that brought him, they had that belief and that faith that he would heal him. And what did our Lord do? Right? And it's interesting where we see, where we see this miracle right here. It's a gradual, it's almost like a twofold type of healing. God, just that before, oh, you're good because your faith, you know, you're good, just go home, your child's good. He could have done that. No, here's where the gross part comes in. Took him by the hand, took him aside. 
not just touched him. Right? They said, just touch him, he'll be healed. That's your faith. He spat it in his eyes. <laughs> not the spittle that pastors throws out here, no. <laughs> he literally spat his eyes. I'm like, wow, all right. What does that mean? That's kind of a little weird. Give some water. Yeah, somebody give some water or something, right? <laughs> Must have been a good, pretty good aim. Right? <laughs> it's Jesus, so I guess it's perfect. Spat. I'm like, wow. There could have been a whole lot of other things you could have used. Like the, you know, what is that called when you get one of these? Willie. <laughs> he did that with the deaf man. So um, here he spat on <clears throat> He could have used other means. He could have said you could be healed. But then not only that, he asked him, do you see anything? And what did he say? Oh, I see men. Obviously this guy's either lost his sight somewhere on the line. He knew men that looked like trees. Right? He knew what trees looked like. So he said, well, okay, well, let me see. Come here again. Touched again. Now he's, his, his vision is restored. Sees things clearly. Right? So that in itself, brothers and sisters, that's a progression. That's a gradual, a degree of healing, so to speak here. Once, as he spat, took out, I'm sure the crest on his eyes, Right? And it touched him again. That is our Lord. Teaching the disciple again that he, he loves him and he's still the God. Don't go anywhere. Don't go sideways on me with the Pharisees here. Stay the course. He is a rest, you know, restorer. He restored us back to the Father. It's amazing. So this is the, the, the sight that he's giving back to this man, right? And, 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 and like I said, he looked up and he sees things clearly now and Jesus said, that, you know, you're good. Go on the way. Don't go that way. Um, and he didn't say don't tell anyone. Just don't go towards the village again because maybe there's a mob there that, they, that might create a little more uh, problems and stuff like that, right? He didn't have a very good encounter with the Pharisees, right? They're trying to test him, uh, you know. And so he, I think it's because obviously it's not his time yet, so he sends the man off on his way, right? Ultimately, the context that the disciples are missing are all the miracles. What are the miracles, right? The healing, the provision, right? The love, the compassion, the care, And, 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 and you can see where gradually in our lives he touches us, changes us in the circumstances that we fall in. You know? And, and, and just like that baby that we read earlier, right? From milk to solid food. That's, that's our lives. Getting, getting to know our Lord in Scripture, in teaching. In, in communing. That's a progression. That's what Jesus is telling me. We'll see in the later chapter that disciples will eventually get it. Right? Ha <laughs> ha. Well, it took me a few times. I got it now. Right? So, but that's the thing. So, brother and sister, if you're feeling a little frustrated, 
ah, I don't get the word of God, or I, I want to be more, I want to. Yes, that's great. The zeal, just like this baby, as mentioned earlier, you know, you want more. And that's the scripture, that's the word of God. We should want more. Two-fisted. You know, so that is the challenge. When we see the challenges of our lives, that God is sovereign. He does whatever he wants. But I know for a fact, provides good thing, and we see him where he's at, where we're at. Do we see him? Do we have the spiritual awareness and discernment of what this is? God isn't up there saying, you know what? I'm going to teach you a lesson today, David. <laughs> so, but when we go through these circumstances, these lessons, do we see him? And, and, and a lot of times we're focusing on, again, on, on what's the circumstances, what's around us. Right? Instead of looking vertically, we're looking horizontally. And, 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 and in spiritual sense, and in, in the physical sense, for sure. So, the, the, the lesson being here is that, yes, the disciples uh, took them a little while. They still don't get it completely. They see more and more, as we will see more and more in our lives. You know, and, and, but we look to see where Christ is and what the teaching of the Spirit is. Right? So, and, and like I said, we'll keep it short and simple, you know, and, 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 and it's a progression, brother and sister, that, that we are healed in our understanding, in our remembrance of what God has done for us, right? As we're about to take communion together, that's the whole idea. I don't know who's going through what, this and that. We all have it. But what God and Christ has done for us, being that unleavened bread for us to restore us back to the Father, that's our God. That's the love of God, the compassion of God, the Christ and the grace of God that we're all under. So thank you. Uh, let's go to prayer. Father God, we...